Okay, thank you everybody for joining me today. Um, I am your girl, Liana Michelle, and this is Faithfully Her. Season two, yay, y'all, we made it to a season two. How great is that? So I wanna just thank everybody who are who subscribed already for new subscribers that's coming on, for people who are sticking in here with me and being committed to my process. I really, really appreciate you. Don't forget to like comment and definitely subscribe hit the little bell so you'll get your notifications when new videos drop every week so today everybody i have a beautiful young woman on with us today miss coach katrina i'm sorry i put the miss in front of the coach but i'm putting respect on her name so <laughs> we have coach katrina in the house with us today and um, Coach Katrina is an entrepreneur. She's the owner of Fundamental Spa, as well as Katrina Michelle's Creatives. So we are going to delve right in. And everybody, please give her a round of applause. Hi, Coach Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining today and being a part of um, Faithfully Her, the Faithfully Her family. It is my pleasure. I'm super excited about the work that you're doing. And thank you for inviting me to share um, with your community. I'm really excited. Oh, I'm really, really happy to, um, I'm really happy to hear that because, you know, sometimes it can be hard getting people to come on and they're like, girl, I don't know you. <laughs> so thank you for just being open to take the conversation with me to get us here. So that I really do appreciate. Um, so I want to just kind of jump right into fundamental spa. Yes. Tell me what what is the fund what is fundamental spas? Fundamental um, spa. Actually, the full name is Fundamentals Relaxation Spa, and we're located in um, the Metro Detroit area in a little suburb called Pleasant Ridge. Okay. And uh, this year in December, we'll be celebrating our 21st year in business. Oh. We are the uh, longest standing black owned day spa in the Metro Detroit area. So we pioneered spa services um, in the area. So we're super excited about that. Um, and, you know, just looking forward to growing it and doing more. Of course, the pandemic has caused all of us to have a little bit of a, you know, setback and turnaround. But um, we're coming back strong. So um, we're excited. We were created really to serve our community because oftentimes, you know, for our African-American men and women, the spa and self-care experience is, is not readily accessible. Right. So um, the brand was really created to, to um, reach us and to minister to our community and to make sure that we're healthy, happy, and whole. So um, yeah, that's, that's the spa. Okay. So what services, cause I, it's funny that, you know, we're having this conversation about the spa because just earlier today, I was talking to a friend of mine and he was saying, what do you want to do for your birthday? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, I'm getting older. So I'm going out partying is not always, you know what I'm saying? My yeah. knees can't take it no more. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I'm not quick to run to a club or anything. Yeah. And I was telling him, I said, you know, I'm thinking about maybe just doing a spa day. Mm -hmm. So, yay, I will be contacting you for my birthday. <laughs> so maybe I could book some some spa services. So um, what type of services do you actually offer? 
We're a full service spa, so we offer massages, facials, manicure, pedicure, body scrubs. Um, yeah, so we're, we're full service right now. Coming out of the pandemic, we're just now starting to get back into full service. And so we expect to be able to roll back into a larger service menu back in August. Okay. Okay. Well, that'll be right on time for me then. Perfect. Because I'd love to get massaged. Um, I've had a couple of horrible experiences mm -hmm. um, where I got up from the table and I was in more pain than I was when I laid down. Yeah. Um, but that was in Vegas. And I don't know. I think her name, She. I don't want to do that. But she hurt me. <laughs> so now I'm always a little leery about where I'm going, who's going to be the person that's going to give me the massage. Like, don't make them too heavy handed, yeah. you know, and those type of things. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Now, you know, um, one of the things in the Black community that I see a lot as far as um, social media posts and things of that nature is we as the black community we always say we want to support black businesses but mm -hmm. when it comes to pricing we yeah. don't always want to pay that higher price you mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying so you know where you could go to green spot and get a 30 minute massage for 50 dollars, just throwing a price out there sure. but whereas your place might charge a little bit more Mm -hmm. But maybe the service is better. The quality of the the time that you're being that you're there is going to be an overall better experience. Yeah. But we sometimes will take the cheaper route instead of the better route and spend with our own community. So for something like that, do you struggle? Do you see that struggle within your business with um, our community, or is it being embraced? Well, you know, I think that, again, because we have been in the industry so long, we've seen the ebbs and flows of um, pricing and then with newer uh, franchise models coming in and kind of, for lack of a better word, raping the industry. I mean, it slaughtered it. So it really made the price disparage, um, a disparage in the price because what what I'm charging $80 for, they think they can get the same thing for 50. Right. So when the franchises first started, sure, $39 massage sounds good, but it really is the experience. So uh, what I have found is those clients who, who decide to go with that experience, they end up coming back to us or going somewhere else where they can get actual full spa experience. And we like to build relationships with our clients. And those, those, smaller franchise or larger franchises, they don't have the one-to-one uh, -one experience, the one-to-one -one relationship. One thing that I love about what we build at Fundamentals is that I have seen mothers raise their children and now those children's children are graduating from high school and, and they have families and their families come back and their moms come and their grand. So we do gener we have seen generations go through our, our business. And so um, that's a blessing when people yeah. entrust their family to you, their mama comes, you know, mm -hmm. that type of thing. So that's what I said when it's, it, it was built for our community to take care of our community. So it's, you know, of course, it's your choice where you're going to spend your dollar. Um, and we want, our goal is that you walk into fundamentals and you feel like I'm at home. Like this right. is where I, I need to spend, you know, spend my money. And so therefore you're not letting your dollar dictate where you're going to go because really it's the difference of 20 bucks. You know, we know we can spend that at 
Starbucks, right. McDonald's, you know, so right. um, we didn't really see a big drop off when the franchises came. Um, we, there were some of our competitors that dropped their prices because of the franchises and I kept my prices the way they were. And, um, and in some instances increased because I didn't want to be aligned with something that was cheap, fast and quick. I provide a quality service and you deserve quality and we deserve to get paid for that quality and experience right. that we provide too. So, right. um, yeah, so of course it, we, we, like I said, we didn't see anything directly because our clients that make the decision to come to fundamentals are making a conscious decision to have a, have a luxury experience. And even though we're a quaint little spa, we're not, you know, a, a bigger plush, you're not, you're not going to MGM, but you're coming to get a good quality service with a therapist that can, can um, make sure that you're well, you know? So um, yeah, it's just two totally different, different vibes. And I've never had, you know, I've had people who decide, okay, well, I don't want to go to fundamentals because you don't have a jacuzzi or, you know, they, they want that whole, and I'm, and I'm fine with that. You, you want a jacuzzi, you want a Vichy shower. Let me give you these three recommendations of where you can go. And then when you want, you know, a little a massage just to get you through the week, come on through, you know, so I'm not afraid of competition, nor am I afraid of people going back and forth. You know, it, it, there's enough money to go around. So. Great. And, you know, that's a good attitude because um, I'm a believer that when you show happiness or support for other people, God continues to bless you. Absolutely. Like that's how you get your blessings by being happy for other people. We can't mm -hmm. be upset with what somebody else have or what they're doing and think that we're going to be blessed. You yes. know what I'm saying? You have to support and cheer everybody on because in that cheering, you never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to bump into, who's going to have an opportunity for you. So it's always good to just rah-rah for the next person. For sure. Yeah. Um, so with Fundamental Spy, you said you started, it's been in business for 21 years now, which is very, very, very commendable, especially with the pandemic for you guys to have survived. So how did you get over that hurdle with the pandemic? Um, well, the... I'm the second, what I call myself, the second generation owner. So I bought the brand 11, 13 years ago. Okay. And um, I worked for the, the company for four years and then I purchased the company. So um, and when I bought the company in 2008, we were in the middle of the recession. Okay. So I bought the business at a time of economic downturn. So when the pandemic came, I was like, oh, I've been here before. You know, I know how to operate lean. I, I had a little bit of money saved, um, but I quickly kicked into crisis mode. Like, okay, well, you know, how many, how much, how much time do I have with my savings? Like, is it going to take, is it going to last me these three months, six months? So I had about uh, three months of savings and operating capital. Um, and we were in the midst of a really strong year. So that was good. I, I haven't always operated with three months operating capital. This was just one of those guys was like, we knew the pandemic was coming. So save this money. You know, it, it just, it just happened. You know, it was, right. just, it was a blessing. So I, um, yeah, so I was able to really, when I realized, okay, you know, we all thought, okay, this is going to be 90 days, you know, or yeah. three, four months. But I, I, but with my knowledge 
I was like, oh, this is going to stretch out longer. So once I realized that we weren't coming out of this in, in two or three months and I started making phone calls, okay, landlord, DTE, you know, I just kind of went down the list and said, okay, we're all in this together. What can you do to help me? And at that time, because it was a national, international crisis, right. all companies were willing to work with you. And so I think some of the businesses that may not have survived, and it, those were hard phone calls for me to make, like, hey, I don't have any money and I don't want to lose my business. What can you do? I don't like making phone calls that say I don't have money. You know? Right, right. Um, but I had to do it because I realized several years ago that I'm responsible for feeding families. And that requires me to do the hard things because I'm responsible to make sure these people have food on their tables, as well as taking care of me. And for me, God giving me stewardship over those people is first. And so I had to make the phone calls and say, okay, you know, these are the things I need to do. How much time can I have? And so by the time I did all that, thank God, people, they were deferring bills and letting you stretch things out. And then, um, then the government opened up and started giving grants and, and all that. So I applied for some grants. I got some, some money from, you know, the SBA and was really able to just really coax through these last 18 months and um, <clears throat> come out well, you know, I, right. much stronger than I expected. Um, and our clients are amazing. You know, they were patient with us, um, you know, all eager to come back, willing to wait until we figured it all out because I really wasn't anxious to, they were ready to come back. And I'm like, mm, I don't want you breathing on me. Like, I, right. <laughs> I may have known you for 15 years, but I'm, I'm still not sure. So, right. um, you know, I have a great team and they allowed me to, cause I was just, I'm still apprehensive about coming back and working and I've been trying to retire from hands-on massage for seven or eight years now so this gave me the personal opportunity to step back from my business and run it as a CEO and allow my team to function where they the way they needed to function so it caused things to shift in a way that it should have moved anyway uh -huh. and um and so it became a blessing in, in that too so um I believe that I survived because of my longevity and my experience, it didn't shake me. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, because I know a, a couple of businesses, it did. You know, it, it it was like chaos, you know, and not really knowing how to handle it, what to do, uh, how are we going to manage. Mm -hmm. And now I see so many, like, restaurants that are closed and, you know, boutiques that are not reopened yet and so forth so it's, it's kind of sad to see yeah it really is and it really depends on the industry that they were in you know um and and your overhead so i had planned seven yeah you know, seven years ago i scaled everything back because i didn't want should i ever decide to close it sell it i didn't want a big burden so I scaled back before I had a staff of 12, I scaled back to a staff of four. So I didn't have a whole, you know, a big overhead. I moved to a different location. I mean, I did, I made some strategic moves because I didn't know where I was personally with the business. And so that again was a way God set me up. So I was already operating lean. So if you're a business that has, that really relies on 
bodies coming through the door in order to make your business run, then you're going to have a harder time. Like restaurants, I mean, I feel so bad because it, it requires people to consume product. Yeah. Whereas with me, I'm it's a service. It's, yeah. I, there's no, you know, there's no, there's no physical product. There's no food. There's no clothing hanging on the racks. So there yeah. was no real loss. Um, in that particular area for my type of business. So um, yeah, it, it's, it's been really, really difficult. And so I think it really depends on your business model, how quickly you're able to bounce, you know, bounce back. So. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, I, I noticed that, you know, um, you are a woman of faith. Mm-hmm. So tell me, um, how did your faith play in your journey to going from an employee to the owner, CEO, woman in charge? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, my faith is everything. Like, I and there's no separation of me and and God. We are one. And so, as I was journeying through the process. Um, working, so I came to work at Fundamentals as the massage therapist and the operations manager. I came in to help a friend who needed a operations manager. And so I was like, hey, I can come in part-time and I can just help you. And I knew that God had told me that I was going to own a spa. And so I said, I want to come in and learn, you know, learn from you. She's like, oh yeah, great. You know, no problem. I had went to massage therapy school um, maybe the year before that. And um, so she was like, sure, you know, and I said, well, should I do massage too? She's like, no, don't worry about doing massage, just, you know, focus on operations. So I came in and I revamped her operations. And then maybe about a w- week or two in, the massage therapist, the lead massage therapist, went to Hawaii on vacation and called and said she wasn't coming back. Oh, wow. Right. And so the owner was like, so how about you doing massage too? And I was like, oh, great. So I never really planned on being a massage therapist. I did it as a way of self-healing after my father passed away. And so it was never what I thought I should do. Right. And so, but it's, again, it was one of the most rewarding things I've ever done, but I didn't know that that was part of my path. And so I, you know, ran the spa for her, all aspects of it. I basically built the foundation for it because she didn't have any foundation when I came in. And um, I remember at the time of Hurricane Katrina, she and her husband left to go to Houston to help the the victims of Hurricane Katrina. And I was livid because it was Christmas. They went on this save the world and I'm here running your business. I was hot. <laughs> I'm like, how could you do that to me? You know, and so, um, and at that time we probably had 18, 19 employees and, and we had a great team, but again, it was just me. And I felt like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm taking my corporate America experience, bringing it over here, but how are you going to leave me? You know, so, um, so she came back and I was a little bitter, but I couldn't really address it because how do you tell somebody, I, you know, I didn't know what to do. So I remember saying to my best friend, um, I was driving to church and I was fussing, 
you know, I can't believe it. I'm so angry, blah, blah. And my best friend was like, well, why don't you just buy the business? And I was like, what? Like, you can do that? Like, you can buy a company? I don't, okay. And so she says, I mean, you're running it already. Why don't you just buy it? And I said, I don't know how to do that. And I can't do, I can't do that. You know, and I said, she's not even gonna sell it to me. And so she just left it alone. She's like, you should buy it. And I said, okay, whatever. And so then maybe, cause that was in the fall. So that following spring, um, I was still, I was there, but I was just, my attitude was nasty. And, and um, she called me, the owner called me one morning. It was early in the morning. And she's like, hey, Katrina, I wanna talk to you when you come in today. Can you come in a little early? And I said, okay. So I thought she was gonna fire me because I, again, my attitude was just funky. I would have fired me. Okay. Instead, she was like, hey, so I wanna sell the business and I'm gonna sell it to you. And I said, okay. Oh, wow. And that's how it happened. So, um, you know, it was, it was, if the seed hadn't been planted by my friend who I know hears from God, it would have never, it wouldn't have been an okay. It would have been like, wait, not me. Oh no. You know? And so she was like, okay. And I said, yeah. Okay. And so I went, you know, came home, told my mom, my mother was like, don't do it. And I said, well, what do you mean don't do it? And she was like, no, I'm afraid, you know, people have, they struggle in business. You don't know what you're doing, where you're going to get the money. And I was like, mom, um, you taught me faith. And this is the ultimate exercise of faith. Yeah. And if I can't believe God to do this, then what is this Christian walk that I've been doing since I was six years old for, you know, um, and I know it's going to be scary and I normally don't know what I'm doing, but I just have to trust God. I, I know God told me that I was going to own a spa. That's yeah. why I came to work for it. I didn't know it was going to be that spa, yeah. but I yeah. knew what he told me, you know? And so, um, and that has always kept me throughout the process. And as I've tried to transition out, because plenty of times I've tried to quit, like I can't even tell you how many times I've like, okay. I'm shutting it down. I quit and I've tried to sell it. Guys, like, that's not what I told you to do. And right. every single time where I'm like, oh no, you know, they're going to come and I'm behind in rent. They're going to come and put the put thing on the door. And guys, like, mm-hmm, okay, go to your mama. She's going to give you the money. You know, it was just, it's just always, he always made a way. And so as I, like I said, when I faced the pandemic, I was like, oh, shh, this ain't nothing, you know, because it's not because sometimes when you're going through a tax, you feel like it's just you. Yeah. But since this was a global pandemic, I was like, oh, I know your hand is all over this. I'm going to be OK. You know, yeah. but I did say, well, Lord, if this is my out, then let's go because, I, you know, I've been trying to quit. He's like, Mm-mm. still can't quit, you know. So, um, yeah, so it, it, it has just been my God has been my light you know he's guided me through the process there's been plenty of times where I've literally woke up just like I I don't know what I'm going to do and um he's always just sustained me you know financially mentally emotionally because entrepreneurs we go through so much and um really just knowing standing on his word you know knowing that 
even though he's given me, he's given me stewardship over this business and stewardship over his people, but they're his people first. And this is his company first. And so should he decide that, um, you know, payroll's not made this week, that's a test of my faith and their faith too. But I've never had, if the scripture comes up, I've never seen my righteous forsaken or my seed begging for bread, never, you know? So, um, you know, I just believe that when you are doing a God thing, he always makes a way. Even with times when you feel like, okay, again, here it is. And I'm in the ninth hour. I remember one time I was $2,000 behind. So my rent was $1,100. I was $2,200 behind. I had a horrible landlord. And um, I was in my living room laying on my face like, Lord, and this was shortly after I purchased the business. So now I'm paying off the, because I bought the business cash. So I'm paying for the company. I and then I got brilliant. I bought a house and, and, and bought a business in the same year. So I don't know what I was thinking. So, so I'm just superwoman all around. So I got, you know, and I'm trying to juggle it all. And I don't know what, what to pay and what not to pay. And everything was behind. And I'm on my face. And I was like, Lord, I, I don't know what to do. And um, I was, you know, just crying. And I woke up the next morning and this phone number rang my phone rang and I picked the phone and it was my bishop. And I said, hello? And of course I recognized the voice and I said, bishop? And he said, how much do you need? And I never, had never said, he didn't know I needed the money. I hadn't talked to him about it because nobody knew it was the middle of the night. And he said, how much do you need? And I said, 2,500, he said, come get it. Oh, look at God. Yeah. And I was like, what? He was like, come get the money, pay us back. You know, and, and he wrote me a loan with a promissory note. And he was like, just take it. And I was like, how did you? Okay, God, because nobody knew but me and God. I wasn't telling anybody because I was embarrassed. Yeah. And God was like, okay, but I got you. Because I, again, I, I already told my mama that I was going to handle it. And now I'm like, oh, boy. And so um, that was when I knew that this did not belong to me. This was God, you know? And so I have to lean on my own testimony when it comes to times where I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. Again, I don't have X, Y, and Z. Um, And, and that's how, how it's happened. Again, it's just, it's just time after time after time um, where he's shown up and it, it, there's no question that is God's hand on it. And so it's just happened over and over again where it's just undeniable. And that is a beautiful testimony because you, you like you, you made the statement that we always think we're the only ones going through something Mm -hmm. and um, also being embarrassed Mm -hmm. about the things that we're going through. Cause I've Mm -hmm. been there and I'm sure I'm not the only one that was kept their mouth shut, didn't communicate with anybody because they were embarrassed about their situation. So you just kind of keep smiling, you keep moving, you keep doing what you're doing, but you're not telling everybody that you're about to be evicted or, you know what I'm saying, or your car got repossessed or whatever your situation may be. You're not speaking it because you're embarrassed by it. But as you stated, when you have true, pure, 100% uninterrupted faith 
and God, then even though you're going through these tough times, that faith is what brings you to the other side of that tough time. Yeah. And you know what? So what? Your car got repossessed. Maybe that wasn't the car for you anyway. Right. So, you know, you, you let it go. And then when you come over on the other side, you're writing better than you were yeah. before or you're writing and, and better doesn't always mean make model year. Better could be, you know what? I was able to cash out on a car. So now I don't have a car note anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's better. You know what I'm saying? Because that's $400 a month that now you're saving and you could allocate somewhere else. So, you know, I always have to tell myself that and, and other people like, you know what? Just stay strong. Keep praying. Don't give up because this will pass. And if your faith is strong and you really believe that God can and will do any and all things, mm -hmm. then you know that he will deliver you from this. You know what I'm saying? And I always have to tell myself that sometimes because, you know, um, even the strong get weak yeah. sometimes and even the strong people need a hug and, yeah. you know, a pat on the back or it's going to be OK type yeah. of a situation. So I'm always like praying and meditating and reminding myself of where God has bought me from Absolutely. the things that he's already blessed my life with. So it's not that I'm like, Oh, well, why don't I have this? No, thank you God for this. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, five years ago, I didn't have this you. And five years ago I was grieving, you know, a, a death and so forth. Here it is five years later after my mom's passing and I'm not crying half as much as I used to. I could listen to Luther Vandross again without breaking down, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's, and it seems like small little things, but it brings me so much joy because now I can enjoy those things and have those memories without it being heartbreaking and, you know, taking me to that place of grief and darkness or whatever. Mm -hmm. So and that was just through my faith of saying, like, I know, God, I know you're going to bring me through this. I know you don't want me to be sad all the time. I know you don't want me hurting all the time. I know you don't want me standing in the grocery store just crying, looking at a Verner's because she on. drink Verner's. You know, know what I'm saying? Like, so faith is so very important from the little bittiest thing that you might be experiencing to the biggest thing that you can go through in your life, your faith and your belief in God, it does comfort you. And, you know, you hear the old folks say it, you know, that God is your father, your mother, he'll be the doctor. You hear them say it, but until you really experience it for yourself, mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, okay, I hear you. It's almost like in one ear, out the other ear. But then when you walk that walk yourself and you experience it for yourself, it gives you such a peace and a joy that you something you've never experienced before. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate your testimony. Yes. Because it's so many, I'm sure, other business people and people that's out here that's going to be able to relate to that testimony as they're going through their journeys coming out the pandemic and whatever else they might be experiencing. For sure. So coach Katrina, yes. let's talk a little bit about Katrina Michelle creatives. 
So how did we get into that? And what made you decide that this, that was another avenue of business you wanted to explore? Yes. Well, when I um, purchased Fundamentals Spa, I hired a, my very first order of business was to hire a coach. Okay. Because I had insight into the business already. And I knew that we were struggling with marketing. And um, the, yeah, we're struggling with marketing. And that was right at the beginning of Facebook had just started. Um, Email marketing had just started. And so I learned all of that at the beginning of, you know, when it it began. And so I knew that that was the missing component. And I also knew that I had to pay back or pay the loan, you know, for the business. So I needed to make money in order to do that because it came out of the, of my day-to-day proceeds. So I hired a coach and um, she walked me through the process from A to Z on how to run a business. And though, again, I was, smart and skilled, I didn't know how to run a company to make sure that the lights were paid, the payroll was paid. Like I couldn't figure out how to pay my bills for to save my life. Like, well, how do I know when to pay what and what, you know? And so she was pivotal in marketing, um, pivotal in just day-to-day operations and really helped me um, grow. And so as I was doing that, I working with her, I fell in love with marketing. And my sweet spot became marketing and branding and communicating with, with um, the customer. And so my degree is in fashion merchandising and retailing. So I've had 20 plus years in that field. And um, so I know, knew all about customer service and all of that. So I was able to kind of marry the two and I fell in love with marketing and branding and creating um, this whole brand experience. And so as I went on, people began to ask me questions and ask me about what, um, you know, how to start a business, what are you doing, how do you know, how do you do it? And I didn't really think anything of it, you know, I was just just answering the questions. And then one day, that same bishop stopped the service and said, Katrina, one day you're going to teach women how to grow their businesses and you're going to have classes. And he does this long prophecy. And I was like, Again, I don't know what I'm doing. This is like maybe six months into me run, oh, purchasing the business. And I was like, ain't no way. Because who's going to learn from somebody that don't know what they're doing? I didn't know the prophecy was for the future, which prophecy generally is. But my brain was like, I can't see it. Never going to happen. Right. And um, so when my mother, my mother um, was diagnosed with, ovarian cancer and she passed away in 2013 mm, when she got her di- thank you when she got her diagnosis um I felt like okay at this point she's on borrowed time she's lived her life she's had a full life but now all of a sudden she gets gets a diagnosis and doesn't have she has more she wants to do but she can't and I said I don't want to be in the position where there's more that I needed to do, but I was afraid to step out on it. Mm-hmm. And so I um, gathered up a few of my sisters in Christ and said, okay, I see y'all working on your businesses and they janky. So you can't sell t-shirts out your, out your trunk. That's not excellence. That's not what God wants you to do. 
let me help you. And so they were my first two coaching clients. And I walked them through the process of what I did to build my business. And um, both of them are now successful business owners and, you know, doing really well. And that was nine years ago. Wow. And so I have played around with it here and there throughout the years and, um, and still didn't have the real courage that I felt like there was more I needed. And, you know, there's always another course you need to take and something else you need to do. And, and I remember praying about, you know, God, I know what you told me and you know, I'm obedient. I am delaying my obedience. You know, we got to go back and forth, but I will do what you said. But what am I supposed to teach these people? And he was like, well, what do you know? Teach them what you know. And he was like, you can teach them to get to this level. You might not be able to teach them to get over here, but you can teach them to get to this point. And so my passion developed for startup businesses because I know how to start a business. And so, um, you know, I tell my clients, I may not be able to get you to to the million dollar level, but I can get you to six figures because I've been there multiple times. So that's how it kind of started where it was like, okay, I have this knowledge. I see people with a desire to start their businesses, but are afraid, just like I was afraid. And the fear aspect of it is keeping you from launching into your destiny. So let's deal with the fear aspect first. And then we're going to step into running this business in an excellent way. So it will sustain you through a pandemic, you know, so um, that's, that's how it started. So my, my focus is startup businesses, preferably females and preferably creative. So I have a client that has a hair care line. I have one as a poet. Um, I have t-shirt companies. So people who do things with their hands, but have no exit strategy, no foundation, because they're really just trying to make the thing. They're making the widget. Right. If they're not making the widget, then they're not making no money, you know? And so I teach entrepreneurs how to work in their business and not necessarily work on their business and not necessarily in their business. So they're not an employee of their company. They're actually running the company as a CEO. So um, I've been doing that for, like I said, well, officially, I call it officially five years because that's when I finally said, okay, let me just stop playing and start charging for real. Um, And um, yeah, and I'm growing and expanding and I'm looking forward to creating some courses and, you know, doing more things digitally um, and perhaps creating a membership as well, where we can have a community of entrepreneurs who are startups. um, Because I think community is important in the entrepreneurial space. And so I'm looking forward to doing some things along that line as well. Yeah, that is, that's great. It it really is. It's awesome because we do need that help. You know, it's a lot of people that have great business ideas, but don't know the first place to go to get Mm -hmm. started. How do I begin this process? Like, even for me, um, if it wasn't for my son, I don't know what I would be doing. (laughs) From doing Zoom to setting up the YouTube page to creating the visuals for me um, to even registering and getting the LLC and doing the paperwork for the EI. And like, I was just like, I don't know. I went on this site. It was too much. I didn't know what they were talking about. And he's just like, okay, old lady, I'll do it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So and he'll just do it. And he'll email it to me. And then I would just, you know, make sign or do whatever it is. And, 
So he does a lot of, and I'm always bothering him. And he's like, mom, at work, I can't talk. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to text you. And then I'll text him like a whole page of, I need to figure out how to do it. And then I'm taking pictures and stuff. And he, he'll call me back the next day. Like, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I have no idea of what I'm doing. You know, it, so I have to rely on him because he's the younger mind. He's the tech, mm -hmm. he's the, the, the age of technology, you know? Yeah. So I'm relying on him to help me navigate mm -hmm. it all because I'm going to open up a book, read and take notes type of girl. So yeah. this technology is new for mm -hmm. me to figuring it out. So um, it's great that you have that insight to share mm -hmm. And the willingness to share it because, you know, you have your people out there that they make it and they don't want to tell anybody what they did. They don't yeah. want to share the information as to how to step one, two, three, four and five, you know. Yeah. So thank you for being that that person to say, hey, God has blessed me and I'm going to share how I did this. So hopefully you can, too. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. For all the people that you're helping, for the people that are yet to come, thank you. <laughs> um, so what is next for you? What what's what's next you think um that God has in store? Oh my goodness. Um <clears throat> you know, I I I don't know. You know, the pandemic has been really well, the downtime has been very um, interesting. You know, I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned that um, I don't like going, I, I like being at home. Like I like working from home. I like learning new things. Um, so I'm really rediscovering or learning who I am separate from my business. And so okay. that's been interesting. Um, I think the next phase really is me walking into more of the, the coaching space. Um, I like to blend life coaching and entrepreneurship because I believe that a lot of our struggles are because our life is out of balance. You know, you, you, you work too much, don't spend time with your husband, or you spend all your time with your boo. And then your business is suffering, you know, mm -hmm. or you are sacrificing your business because of your health or, you know, so there's so many different aspects to being an entrepreneur. So I like to focus on the total, you know, the total person. Yeah. And so um, I'm working on, I just launched a self-care subscription box and I did that uh, launched in May. And so I'm excited about that. That's probably been the most fun I've had in business in a long time. And I think what makes that experience special is it gives me the ability to bring the spa experience into the person's home. Um, and it also helps me to, to impact women in a way that I couldn't, I can't touch everybody at the spa, but right. being able to have a spa experience in a box and sending it all around the country has been phenomenal. And it has been a way where I feel connected to my mother. Um, my mother was very heavy into self-care and self-love and womanhood and sisterhood. And so um, being able to create 
an experience like that every single month for women has been phenomenal. So I'm believing God that this will be the, the catalyst to really push me into my greatness. I think this is the thing, you know, when there's, when we're entrepreneurs, you know, um, like you said, we talked about trying businesses and failing, you know, I've had a lot of businesses. I'm, I'm one who always monetizes a side hustle. So if I find something that I'm good at, you're going to pay me for that. If it's makeup, if it's, you know, nails, I, I don't care. I could be mowing your lawn. Okay. Slide me some money. Cause nothing, you know, you, it's time, right. you know, so, and it's my skill set. So um, being able to monetize those things over the years, I've always known when I was meant to be an entrepreneur, but never really found the thing <clears throat> that made me light up. Like okay. the spa, I enjoy, um, but it had gotten to the point where it was a little laborious for me and I wasn't really enjoying it. It was like, okay, well, you know, what you gonna do? God ain't gonna let you quit. So apparently you gotta keep going. So let's just go every day, get it done, you know, do what you gotta do. And I was missing that joy. And um, in the midst of, the shutdown, I needed something to do to give back. And so I created these boxes for nurses and my mother was a nurse. And so when I create the boxes and gave them to nurses at nursing homes, people began to ask me, hey, well, how can I buy a box? And I was like, they're not for sale, I'm, just, I'm donating. And then a couple more people was like, hey, how do I buy a box? And I was like, hmm, I think I'm missing out. And then got. <laughs> And God reminded me that he gave me a subscription box model before subscription boxes were even a thing. Like, you know, it was probably, I was actually, right when I purchased, so 13, 14 years ago, he showed me um, going, you know, boxes going into homes of people, girls, friends getting together and experiencing things that I didn't really understand and I didn't know how to do it. Okay. And so I was like, so I remember talking to my team about it. I was like, hey, so I'm seeing this vision. God is showing me this, this, and this, and my team is great. So they're like, okay, Katrina, go for it. And I was like, I don't know how to do this. You know, so um, I, it was in the back of my mind. And again, I, I believe that when God gives you those God winks or those whispers, he plants the seed in, in, in you and it, it might not be for now. It could be for the future. And so this was one of those, God was like, okay, now is the time. And so... I feel like as I work on this project, that this is what he created me for. Okay. All my experiences, all my, um, my ups and my downs and my, my quirks and the, and the uniqueness of me, all that can be packaged up and sent to somebody's house every week, every month. And they get to experience the fullness of what God has created me to be. And I am so excited about it. So I think that is the next phase, but I'm still kind of chilling like, okay, well, how can I work this and not wear myself out? So I've been taking it slow, you know, um, because my goal is to retire at 55 and I got four more years. Okay. And so, um, well, three, I'll be 52. Oh gosh. I'll be 52. <laughs> Time is working, you know, time is running fast. So um, I have three more years to retire before I retire. And well, you look at 38, so. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm planning to really create a, a brand that will leave a legacy for me. Um, you know, one thing about being in a digital age is that 
there is an ability to make money fast, to make money in ways that we never have before. Um, and it's a blessing that you have your son because millennials and their minds work totally different than ours do. And so having the, that young and youthful mind to guide you through the process is, is awesome. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited about what's to come and I'm hoping to build something again like that will leave a legacy um, for my family and just a legacy in the earth. I think that's important. Yeah. And that's wonderful. Um, cause you see so many of these different boxes and, you know, I see them and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a cute box, but I don't know. So what type of, um, items are you, would you be offering or are you still in the process of trying to figure that out? Well, I, um, I started in May. And so the first box was in May <clears throat> and our focus is, um, black owned, First, Black-owned female-led brands. And if I cannot find a Black-owned brand to do, or woman of color um, brand to put in the box, then I select a um, non-minority-owned female-led brand. So okay. female-led brands first. Um, my, it was important for me to feature Black-owned brands because we have some Black-owned brands that are doing excellent things and no one knows that they exist. Right. And so... Um, and in the box is primarily um, wellness products. There is a fashion item because I have a background in fashion. So I've done um, a kimono and was in the first box. They got a, a charm bracelet, um, bath salts to take a bath. They got a candle, um, chocolate, which they fell in love with. I was teasing them. I was like, y'all love the chocolate more than anything else in the box. I could have gave y'all <laughs> chocolate. Y'all would have been fine. Um, and, um, and everything is handmade, very high end, um, and hand selected by me. And, you know, the average person might not know what that means, but <clears throat> my audience and the people that know me know that, um, I have very high quality standards, you know, I, I don't like, and it doesn't have to be, you know, Louis Vuitton or Gucci, but I, I, you know, I'm really picky in particular about things. And I want to make sure that I'm providing excellence in every area. And because I have a health and wellness background, I want to make sure they're healthy, you know, items that you're putting on your body, that you're not putting anything that's toxic. Yeah. Um, because my mother died of cancer. So that's important to me to make sure that your lotions don't have toxic chemicals in them and the foods that you're eating are organic. So all those items go inside of the, inside of the box. There's a you know, it's a snack item, there is a jewelry item, usually something for fashion and something for, um, for self-care, because I want to create an overall experience um, every month for the woman. And I'm happy that you mentioned that too, as far as um, healthy products, because mm -hmm. um, I have discoid lupus. Mm -hmm. So um, my strand of lupus affects my skin tone and, and my skin will irritate. I bruise easy, just a whole little thing with it. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I have to read labels, yeah. you know, the ingredients all the time because it's one particular ingredient. I'll know it immediately because I'm immediately get to you know, it's going to start irritating immediately. I'm going to have red blotches and I'm just going to have a whole flare up. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy to hear that, uh, that people pay attention to those things. 
For sure. Besides me. Like, I'm not the only one in the beauty supply with my glasses on trying to figure out if titanium dioxide is in any of these products, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So thank you again for that, for being health conscious enough to realize that the things we put on our skin can affect us. Um, And, you know, not just on the outside, but internally it can actually, you know, cause harm to us physically and um, because I don't think we really realize that a lot, you know, you have all these different products that come out and this person has a youth serum, this person have this for puffiness under the eyes and you have all these different products, but are we really paying attention to what going, what's going into these products, yeah. what ingredients they're using and how those ingredients affect the skin and, and you, you know, and you as a person, like you keep rubbing it on, it's going to seep into your bloodstream and your system. Mm-hmm. How is that going to affect you? So thank you for being conscious of that. And I always like to acknowledge that. Um, my niece is, um, she has her degree in fashion. Mm-hmm. So she does, you know, she makes clothes, she designs the whole nine yard. And now she is getting into, um, oh my God, I always pronounce this word wrong, but it's spa services with facials and thank you. (laughs) So she's getting into that and she and I were, was having a conversation and I was saying, and I was asking her, are you really learning the chemistry of it all? Because, you know, people have different skin types, people have skin illnesses and diseases and things that are, that's happening and they want to enjoy those spa treatments too, but they're afraid Mm -hmm. because they don't know what you're putting on and how it's going to affect them. I said, so, you know, in, in your studies, if if you really want to make this something that you're going to do and market yourself, make sure that you focus on people with sensitive skin and the different types of sensitivities to that skin. Because if you could tap in and make them feel comfortable and they could come and get a treatment from you and not break out, you'll probably have a customer for life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and so she was just like, yeah, auntie, I'm paying attention to chemistry and, <laughs> and everything. And, and I said, okay, well, I don't want to preach to you. I'm just saying I would love a spa treatment and don't have to worry about what I'm going to wake up and look like the next day. So, um, so yeah, so I was happy to have that conversation with her and for her to even say, you know what, auntie, I really wasn't looking at it from that point of view. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm paying attention in chemistry class because I want to get an A, I want to pass, I want to, you know, do great things. She was like, but thinking about it from your point of view opens up another door for me. Mm -hmm. And it makes me look at things differently now. And I said, well, good. That's a good thing. Because in in your creative process, you'll be able to keep people like me in mind. Right. And be able to create for that demographic of people. And that will do that will do wonders for you because there's more of us out here with skin situations than there is not. We just probably don't talk about it. Or we wear makeup to cover it. And, you know, so the average person does, don't know what we might be experiencing or going through once you take the makeup off. So um, I'm happy that that's something that is at the forefront of what you're also doing and putting together in these boxes for women who are sitting at home that do like spa experiences. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think that... Um... You know, that's that is very true that we don't understand 
<clears throat> what we eat, you know, how what we eat affects our body. And for sure, we don't understand about what goes on the outside. As you said, you know, it, it seeps through your pores. It can get to your organs. You know, my mother had ovarian cancer because she was using Johnson & Johnson's talcum powder. And of course, you know, back in the day, they didn't know it was toxic. Um, when we tried to tell her that it was toxic, she didn't listen to us. You know, my sister and I both have really, um, you know, leaning towards that everything's natural, everything is healthy, watch what you eat, you know, all that. And she, my mother wasn't hearing it. And when I, when we, when she was diagnosed, I was like, okay, ma, now, it, you know, we got to do the right thing. So I went through and I started throwing away her lotions and her, you know, powders. And I went to toss her powder. She's like, well, don't throw my powder away, powder away. give it to our cousin. And I was like, she can't have it either. She's like, why? And so I said, well, mom, powder has talc in it. Talc causes cancer. And she just dropped her head and she said, do you know how many years I put powder in my panties? Yeah. And, and that broke me, you know, and I usually can't tell the story without crying, but I'm like, so here, here we are trusting the, the, the company's Vaseline, Johnson and Johnson. We're trusting these companies and they're killing us uh -huh. and they know it. And, and that so, was going to mention that. I'm sorry not to cut you off, but I was going to mention that because my mother, old school powder, you know, put the powder, mm -hmm. it powder keeps you cool. You put it down there, it absorbs, yeah. you know, your moisture. So it keeps you dry and everything. And growing up, I was taught, put the powder on, you know, it wasn't mm -hmm. until I got older and kind of started doing my own um, regimen mm -hmm. where I can kind of walk away from the powder. And I remember hearing that when, when that first came out, um, with the class action suit, you know, if you're using John, and I immediately got rid of the powder, like, oh Lord, no more powder. <laughs> immediately got rid of it. But like your mom, so many years of it, you know, my mother was in her yeah. 70s. So you looking at 70 years of her using talcum and then her introducing it to me. So now here I am following behind her doing the same thing yeah. Yeah. and not even realizing like, you know, like you were saying, not even realizing the damage that it was doing to us because we trust Johnson and Johnson, the name right. we trust it, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so then that's, that is really where my passion lies. Both my parents had cancer and um, realizing that my father had lung cancer. So, you know, we know why he got sick. My mother was perfectly fine one day and the next day she was diagnosed is what it felt like. Oh. So, but my quest for health and wellness started when my father was diagnosed with cancer. And I was like, okay, well, what can I do to help him? And a friend of mine was like, hey, go to this herbal store and talk to this guy, he can help you. So I remember telling him what was going on, talking with my dad about, about what was happening with my father. And I said, you know, well, this is what, he's, what the symptoms are. This is what's going on. And he dropped his head and he said, wow, if you would have come to me a few weeks earlier, we could have saved him. And mm. I was like, what? Because I had no idea of vitamins and supplements and all that. And I was like, right. what are you talking about? 
So you started explaining vitamin C and explaining how the body works. And I was like, wait a minute. So you can take these herbs or drink this elixir or whatever, and then your body is healed. And he was like, yeah, you know, and so he sent me home with some herbs and that kind of thing. And, and so that's where it came. It came on a quest to heal my father. And um, when my mother got cancer, I was like, okay, well, doggone devil, we about to go do it again. You know, so my mother, we, we just tackled it totally different. And she lived for two years with it, did remarkably well. You know, she went through chemo very well. Um, and ultimately, I think she just gave up the ghost. She was like, I, I can't, you know, I, I'm deciding to check out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though she was getting towards, you know, towards the end, but um, we really took a holistic approach to, to health. And I remember having a conversation with my mother who was a nurse, smart, you know, beautiful, but didn't understand anything about food. Just mm-hmm. didn't get it, you know? And so um, that's when I became, you know, an ambassador for, for health and wellness and, and making sure, like you said, if it's titanium dioxide that's breaking you out, well, then let's read our labels so we don't do that, you know? Right. And right. what are the alternatives to that? You know, what, what is, you know, what can we use, you know? So I'm so happy to see that cosmetic lines are coming out with vegan products and, and, um, you know, bare minerals and they're, they're shifting. And, and um, so there's so many more opportunities for us now to, you know, to use healthier and more clean products than ever before. So I'm super excited about that. Because I use bare minerals. Um, because they have a titanium dioxide free um, powder, you know, and so forth. So um, when my lupus really started affecting my face and I've noticed that, you know, my skin tone and everything was changing and I'm like, oh my God, I got to wear makeup. You like, I hadn't, I wasn't a foundation full makeup girl. I would just some mascara and some gloss and I was good to go. So this took me into a whole different realm of beauty. I'll say, (laughs) and bare minerals was, um, one of the first companies that I really researched their products, their ingredients and everything. And I tried it. I did like their little introductory box and tried it and saw how it worked. And I was like, okay, I'm like, well, this is kind of a natural feel. It's light. It's not heavy. I'm not walking around looking like Tammy Faye Baker. (laughs) I could probably do this. And after like a couple of weeks, I noticed that I wasn't breaking out. I wasn't itching. um, And I didn't see anything happen that was worse. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't scarring up or anything. So I do like Bare Minerals. Um, They are my preferred choice for a foundation mm-hmm. because I, I trust it now. Now, heaven yeah. forbid if something go wrong, I'm trusting the name, Bare Minerals. Y'all better not let nothing go wrong with right. it. <laughs> <laughs> They've been around for a while, so I, I think you might be <laughs> might be safe with them. <laughs> but yeah, the vegan products and everything, I'm happy to see that's changing too. So Coach Katrina, I would like for you, um, and if you could, after this, um, if you could kind of maybe text it or send me your information as far as how we can get in touch with you, so I can make sure I put it in the description box. 
So whoever clicks on it can, you know, they can go through and be able to find you, whether it's for the fundamental spa or um, the, the creative, the coaching for business startup help or information, subscribing mm-hmm. to the, the wellness box every month, all of that. So if you could, I would like for you to text it to me, but if you could just say it for my Spotify listeners so they can also um, be able to know how to get in touch with Coach Trina. <laughs> of course. So I can be found on social media. Um, on Facebook, I am Katrina Michelle Mitchell. And that's Katrina Michelle with one L Mitchell. And um, Instagram, I am Katrina.Michelle. Um, but if you can't remember any of that, my website for the spa is fundamentalsspa.com. And my website for coaching is katrinamichelle.com. Okay, great. And um, again, that's Michelle with one M and Katrina with the K. Yep. Okay. And I think I got all of that down. I did good. <laughs> <laughs> So I am going to let you get out of here because I know we have our time constraints and I don't want to keep you here chit-chatting with me all day about life and everything else. We'll be in a whole, you'll be coaching me on a whole nother level. So (laughs) (laughs) I always tell people I accept all help, all help, please. Same here. Same here. Yeah, because, you know, you could only do so much on your own. It is always good to have a sounding board or unbiased ear, unbiased opinion to just that can look at the whole picture of something. Yes. And then help you put those pieces together, you know. Um, So I really, again, I really appreciate you for coming on. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. You're welcome. And I will be, um, I'm going to log on to the website and I'm going to book something for the weekend of August the 13th. Okay. Um, for a spa day. Okay. Um, that should work. It okay. Double. Ch- yeah. If it doesn't work, let me know. Cause that's dream cruise. If they're having a dream cruise, you might not want to be nowhere near. Oh, okay. So I don't know when it's going to fall. Um, okay. But yeah. So. Well, we'll. We'll keep it in mind. We'll try and see. And if not that weekend, maybe we could do it the weekend before the weekend after. Because um, my friend's birthday is August the 24th. Okay. So I know we always try to see if we can find something in the med- in the middle of those two birthdays to kind of uh-huh. do something. So um, I'm going to definitely try, if not my weekend, then the next weekend and get on up in there so I can get some massaging and some pampering and I could just lay back and go to sleep. (laughs) That's the only way to do it, right? (laughs) Right. So again, thank you so much, Coach Katrina. I really appreciate it. Um, And I will be talking to you soon. Everybody, please, let's give it up for our good friend, Coach Katrina. We thank you so much for all the information and for sharing your testimony with us. For everybody that's listening out there, know that they say that's just the faith the size of a mustard seed. You see what Katrina's faith And her belief in God has taken her through her journey. Her testimony is a beautiful one. And it's one that I hope will hopefully inspire you to continue 
in your fight, continue believing in yourself, continue working at your dreams and your goals and make sure that you always feel yourself. You know, I always talk to you guys about meditating and stilling yourself and opening yourself up to the voice of God. Still yourself, listen to where God is guiding you, listen to what his purpose is for you and continue to follow that path of work. And God will deliver those things. Even when you come against those brick walls, just know that God is the ultimate sledgehammer to knock those walls down and open that path up for you. So stay in your faith, stay praying, stay believing. God has so many wonderful things in store for you. So hold on to that, okay? And to all of my babies, as always, I love you. Thank you so much for joining. Have a blessed week in Christ. See you next time.